Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Mindset for Success. This is Reggie Batts, your host, and I am very excited to get started with this special episode. Today's topic is called Basic Habits of Successful People, and I am honored to be here with our special guest who has numerous businesses and has coached and mentored people from multiple countries. Please welcome my good friend, Kevin E. France. How are you, Kevin? Hey, Reggie, it's good to hear you. I'm great, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. And before I get started, Kevin, I must talk a little bit about who you are and what you do. Uh, I'll let you give the specifics, but I'm going to just give an overview to our listeners. Uh, Kevin is a global business growth authority, leadership and talent strategist, executive mentor and entrepreneur. He's also a global speaker. I've personally traveled with Kevin speaking to over, um, he's spoken in over 38 countries. Um, I've been with him to about 20 countries that I've shared the stage with him on. And last but certainly not least, he's a published author of the best-selling book, Momentum Effect, which I've read twice and I'm going to read it again. It's available in all major uh, on all major online book retailers. So in a nutshell, Kevin's specialty is creating effective, efficient, cohesive, well-run companies and building powerful sales divisions. How did I do, Kevin? I think you did pretty good. Man, I can't wait to hear what I got to say. (laughs) (laughs) Something told me you were going to say that. (laughs) So first off, Kevin, um, thanks so much for being here, my friend. Let's jump right into this because my listeners have been really, really excited. I've been receiving Facebook messages. When are you going to have Kevin France on? And we were delayed for a week. So thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be here. Um, First, Kevin, let's talk a little bit about your journey Um, As you know, today we're talking uh, about the basic habits of successful people. We also know that success isn't a secret or some magic potion that some people have and some people do not. What was your what was the turning point for you or what was that quantum leap that led you to where you are today? You know, I think that's a great question. And I think the, the, the simple answer is, and this is right in your wheelhouse, Reggie, is I had to believe myself that I could do this. And I actually had to have outside people, uh, so people not really close in my inner circle, say, hey, Kevin, you built all these things. Why don't you start your own, help other people do it? And, you know, I never thought of that. And so, you know, surrounding yourself with really great people. But it's about just trying to really focus on what, what, I am really good at, and we all have gifts, but we just don't all tap into it. Right. And so, you know, and, you know, and, and if I've heard you say once, I've heard you say a thousand times, you don't surround yourself with negative people. And, and I think that is a great key indicator of why some people are successful and others are not, because we focus on the past. Or we focus on the situation because we all have good days and bad days. Right. And we can either choose to wake up on the, you know, sometimes we all wake up on the wrong side of the bed. But we, if, if we stay in that mindset, as you know, then, I mean, for the most part, your day is going to go downhill. If you conversely say, you know, for whatever reason, it's a bad day, but I'm going to make it the best day I can possibly make it, then opportunities will come into your life. I'm convinced of this. 
And, and so, you know, it, it's all about when you focus on the problems, you'll have more problems. Right. When you focus on the possibilities, you'll have more opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. And today, a significant amount of businesses, as you know, Kevin, today, a significant amount of businesses fail um, the first few years. And we know many reasons why that happens. We don't talk about what the distinctions are of the businesses that thrive when others are declining, even in a bad economy. So in your opinion, what are those few distinctions that the businesses that thrive, um, what, what are they doing differently? Well, I think a couple things or several things, actually. One, I think they're highly goal driven. They're very goal oriented. Uh, and, you know, we talk about habits, you know, I think, well, if we're going to create a habit, you know, like a habit of being goal oriented. And I see so many companies that do not have a goal, do not have a strategy. And they just, and I think, you know, it's, it's maybe not even intentional, but it's become their new normal. And so they just wake up in the morning, they keep doing what they're doing, and they're going to keep getting what they're getting. And so, Companies that I see are that, that are highly sustainable and grow year over year. They have a strategy. So in other words, they are very goal-oriented, and they bring that down to all levels of their organization. Right. And I think that's what separates them. And I've read your book, The Momentum Effect, and I think I said I, I read that book twice, and I was actually uh, reading through it last night as well. And, um, and and it's a very good book. And I don't say that because you're my friend. I say that because it's an insightful book that really gave me a lot of clarity. So the very first chapter of your book, uh, if I recall, the very first chapter is Never Fail to Grasp an Opportunity. Why was that the first chapter of your book? And how significant um, is it for us to seek opportunities, even if our mindset tells us that we're in over our head? Well, I think we have to push ourselves. You know, what the reason is it's the first chapter in the book is because, you know, I was faced with opportunity after opportunity and opportunity. And, but you know what? I never saw them as opportunities. I just saw them as another task to do. But when I changed the way I thought, being circling around to other people that helped me think this way, I looked at those now as, hey, these are these are definitely areas that I can grow in. These are definitely areas I can profit in. These are definitely areas I can grow to be a better uh, man, to be a better uh, husband, to be all these things, right? And so I, I look at things totally different than I did 10 years ago, certainly how I did 15 or 20 years ago. And it's, it, you know, it, when, I, when, I ha- when I am in the right zone, meaning – and when I look at things as opportunities as opposed to, oh, good grief, this is going to be more complex, this is going to cause more problems, you know, then, then they will. Right. So, um, and so I never looked at things, and, and, and I, I am a far more positive person uh, now than I ever was before. And every day I, I work on that because, you know, if, if I wake up hopeful, then I know there is not hopefulness in my future. Right, and right. so, you know, I wake up with great anticipation. Now, I'm not sure how the day is going to go, but I, if I don't start that way, I guarantee it's not going to go that way. Absolutely. absolutely. And that was, that was going to bring me to the next question. What is your secret to pushing through the bad times? You know, every entrepreneur, every successful person, I don't care how much success you have, there's going to be bad days. 
You know, it's, it's, you're, you're naive to think that that's not going to happen. So you pretty much answered the question, but so, what are some of the things that you do to really push through those bad days that you have in life, business, or both? Yeah, so well, I had to do it in both. You know, I had to do it in my personal life and my professional life. And I just, I have just learned that, you know, I need to be relentless. And I think that is a big differential of people that, you know, are successful versus those that are mediocre and to those that just are saying, why can't I do this? Well, it just takes uh, an incredible amount of persistence and drive to do that. And so, you know, I, I continually practice learning so that I can be, become better what I do. I continue to practice uh, how I can be more effective to other people, how I can, you know, put my priorities in line. And, you know, what I do first in, in my day versus what I do second. And so I just focus on that. And, and I am just like uh, a dog with a bone, if you will. And I am relentless. So what's your morning? Every successful person that I know, um, most of them have a morning ritual. What is your morning ritual? What gets you through your day? What's, do you have a morning ritual that you do every morning that... Even if it's corny. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I do have a morning ritual. So I get up about 4.30 every morning. And so, you know, I don't sleep a lot. Uh, but I, I get up every morning about 4.30. Uh, if it's a late morning, it's quarter to five. But, you know, I'll get up. I'll do a little exercise. I need to do more, but I, I'll do a little exercise. And then I start to, you know, I'll read. I'll, I'll do some mind feeding. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll listen to some motivational stuff. I, I'm a, I'm a faith-based guy, so I'll, you know, read some things that are faith-based that, that drive my motivation. Um, and then, you know, I'll get a shower and then, then go into the office. So, uh, but I, you know, I, I try to do that as, as, as consistent as possible because consistent behavior, and I guess this, this goes again with, you know, a habit as you talk about, you know, if, if you do stuff consistently enough times, it becomes a habit. And, 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 and I don't want to be complacent. I want to keep pushing myself because I can still be a heck of a lot better than I am today. And I can be a heck of a lot smarter. And I can be a, a heck of a lot more compassionate. And all these things I can start to identify. But so, because I think we're all a work in progress. Right. But it's one of these things of, you know, I am just going to, to be very uh, focused on what I do. And be relentless in whatever I do. And I mean, when I play, I play all in. There you go. There you go. And then who are some of the, uh, you know, you and I are big believers in, in mentors and, and having coaches and all of that. Who are some of the mentors as you were in the infancy stages of your business? Not necessarily now, but when you were in some of the infancy stages of your business, when you were, you know, first starting out in business and not knowing what you know now, what type of mentors did you have? You know, I, I had I had business leaders that were that were you know at the you know at corporate giants in their in their own fields and and you know I had a, a gentleman that you know lives here in Dallas you know a very very wealthy gentleman and he's the one that said hey Kevin why don't you start your own consulting firm and his name is Richard and Richard owns multiple companies he does a lot of things in renewable energy owns a lot of milk farms and all kinds of things and Richard. Uh, at that time, it was worth about $500 million. I don't know what he's worth today. But, you know, I looked up to him, and I, I could pick up the phone and, and talk to Richard 
And so I had people like Richard in my life and I had other business people that I went to and said, hey, um, I'm not sure if I know the answers. I'm not sure if I'm even going the right direction. But, well, you know, can I, you know, shadow you and can I call you, you know, for advice from time to time? And this is before the word coaching became more prevalent as it is today. Right. And, and so that's, that's how I got started in, 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 into doing uh, that, you know, surrounding myself with people that, uh, that knew a heck of a lot more than I do. And I still try to do that today. Right. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people, and I've, I've heard this from people that I've coached from all over the world, um, a lot of people are intimidated to sort of lean on people who are, you know, far more successful than they are. And my response to them is that successful people, you know, given the right circumstances, they love talking about their success and they love helping other people um, become successful. You absolutely. Know, I, sure. I, 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 I absolutely believe that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every now and then you're going to run across somebody that may not. But I mean, I think as a general rule, yes, you're absolutely 100 yeah, percent correct. Absolutely. So let's talk about strengths and weaknesses. I heard a lot of my mentors say that you should work on your weaknesses. My belief has always been that even if you slightly improve on your weaknesses, you're still not going to going to enjoy doing them. Therefore, you're not likely to master them. So on the other hand, I've seen people master things that they weren't really great at and they've mastered it over time. Um, I've always felt that you should make your strength even better and then leverage your weaknesses to someone else who really does a great job at it. What's your philosophy behind that? Yeah, I would defer to the latter of what you said. I mean, I think if you work on your weaknesses, then you're going to have strong weaknesses. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it, it's, you know, there's good grief. There's a lot of things I'm not good at. And so I have other people do those. Uh, so I focus on um, my, my, my strengths. Now, I, with that being said, I mean, there's some obvious weaknesses that, you know, I think as, I'll call them character flaws. Like I could be more patient. So yes, I'm trying to work on being more patient. I'm trying to be more compassionate. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm trying to work on that. So I mean, there, there. I think there's some core uh, things that you know all of us should have. That if they are a weakness, you know, because you know we are in the people business, and so you know, I think things that like patience and compassion and understanding and 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 all of that, those are things that I'm getting far better at. So I need to work on those, but. You know, if I'm not good at, which I'm not, I'm not good at Excel, so uh, I'm very basic from an Excel person, but I have people that are really good with Excel, so, you know, I don't need to sit here and go learn Excel when somebody else can do this far better than I will ever attempt to be able to do right. it. So, uh, so, yeah, so there, there, I think there, so I would defer to the latter is, hey, work on your strengths, make them better, look at what makes you a better person, right. because we are all in the people business, and that's the compassion. That's the you know that that's one of the things that 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 I think are is is a key to success is that to be very people oriented. Right. You know, there's a there's a great quote from a friend of mine, John Maxwell, and he, and, and he basically says, when you stop uh, loving your people, stop leading your people. Wow. That's and deep. That's deep. isn't that powerful? That's very yeah. powerful. Yeah, and so you know, and so there are things that I have to do uh, because they're weaknesses of mine. That you know, I need to be a more uh, uh, patient leader. I need to be more compassionate. 
And, and so, you know, those are weaknesses. So I work on those. Right. Uh, but for the most part, other things that, that are not about my personality, uh, you know, I'll let somebody else do that stuff. Absolutely. I like that. And then the last chapter of your book is called Do What You Love. Why is that important? And can one do something that they don't necessarily love, but they do it well? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so, I, you know, I think so. sometimes I see people that um, uh, want to start a business, and so they leave their job, they leave their corporate job, and they start a business, and the next thing you know, they're so entrenched, and you and I have been in situations where we talk about, you know, not working in your business. Uh, but it's, it's, it's about, you know, then they work themselves into another job, even though, you know, they own their own business. So they, their, their business is, is, doesn't surround outside of themselves. So I believe that you need to do what you love, but I also believe that you need to play to your strengths and, and to your core competencies. Right, and absolutely. so if I looked at my progression in life, and it's, it's always, you can never see forward, but you can always see back. But, uh, you know, I looked at my first job out of college, and, you know, they wanted me to sell beer, you know. And right. I thought, well, you know, I don't know if I have any skills, you know, but I guess I, can, I, know, I know how to drink beer. I know what beer is sold. <laughs> yes. So, so I figured, well, what the heck, you know, I can probably do this. Right. And so I went out and sold beer. My second job was, they said, hey, we want you to, to uh, you know, to, to sell and we need you to fix our sales division, which was a tiny sales division. And, and I thought, well, I've never managed people, but I know what a good salesperson should do, so I think I could probably do this. And then they said, you know, and fix some processes. And I thought, good grief, I have no idea what that means, but <laughs> all right. So, so, but as I looked, and so then my next job was, you know, being a sales manager and, and selling and, and trying to fix a situation. And, and so it was like going up the stairs. And right. so it was layering my skills. And, and if I look back, I keep doing different things. And so if I thought, well, geez, can I do this versus what I'm doing today? If I look back, I would have thought there's no way in the world, but life is a progression. Right. And so I think you have to do what you love. I have a great deal of passion for, for, for uh, building things, building companies and watching people grow. Uh, that excites the heck out of me. Uh, I have great passion for companies that can be more efficient and, and cut out waste. And, but I think that when you combine doing what you love and, 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 and having the, the talent uh, to do it, I think it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful combination. Absolutely. And as you, you, you work with people all over the world, different continents, I believe um, you, you told me one day or I read one day, one, somewhere that you've spoken in six different continents. Um, is the mindset in Europe different than the mindset in, let's say, Asia or North America or Australia? What's the different mindsets of the entrepreneurs that you've worked with? Is your coaching pretty much the same no matter who you're working with and no matter where they are? Or does location or where they're from or culture have anything to do with um, what they're struggling with as an entrepreneur? Yeah, no, it does. I mean, I mean, for the most part, business is business. I mean, certainly the fundamentals of business are, are the same, but how you have to address it in with different cultures uh, is different. And so how when we do, whether I'm coaching or whether we're doing consulting, whatever it is, is that we have to take an approach because, you know, Asia, Asia is a very uh, 
um, uh, communicative uh, culture that is fostered by uh, it takes a lot of trust right. to break into to that, and so you have to adapt to the culture and and you have to adapt to the to the people on how you whether you're consulting or coaching them, whatever you're doing. Um, yeah, there are different styles, but I think uh, for the most part, you know, the, the fundamentals of the business are the same, but how you approach people and how you guide them and how you, in, you in, encourage them and how you maybe instruct them and how you develop them um, is, is a little differently. Right. And yeah. that, that, that takes patience sometimes. That takes tenacity other times. Um, so it just depends. But, no, I think, you know, uh, everybody's different around the world. Okay. And this, this has been so informative, and I really um, enjoy chatting with you. And we've traveled the world speaking on some of the same stages. And and I have, I have to say it's always a pleasure spending time with you, Kevin E. France, and really aligning myself to a giant such as yourself. So in closing, what final thoughts do you want to leave our listeners who have been dying to hear from you? What final thoughts do you want to leave for our listeners and uh, with what with something that may impact their success or have an impact on their success. Well, yeah, and you know, I, I always love traveling with you, Reggie. And uh, it's been a while since we've seen each other, but it's you know, I would tell people to to you know, I have a plaque in my office, and you've heard me say this: it's focus on the important, not on the urgent. Mm-hmm. And so, try to really identify what your important. You know, focus on being goal oriented. Focus on being relentless. Focus on on believing that you can do this. And, 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 and belief, and you've heard me do my speech on belief, belief is everything. Right. And, you know, and I think Henry Ford said, if you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you're, you're also right. Right? And so, you know, do, do the things that you need to do and be relentless about it. And be, we, didn't have, we haven't talked about self-discipline, but we need to be self-disciplined. Yes. And I would say to, to anybody out there, you know, who can do whatever you want in this world, to set your mind, you have to have enough tenacity to do it. And, and you know, there's there's a lot of people that will tell you you can't, but right. I would tell you you can. And but it's just a, it's it's how bad you want to do that, or how determined are you on trying to to, to get there? And success doesn't happen overnight. Yes. And you know, you know, the fundamentals of business are pretty easy. Building a business is not easy, and so it takes that tenacity. It takes that self discipline. Yeah. And it takes, I'm telling you what, I've been told no so many times during my life. The first couple of times I was told yes, I, I had to think again and say, did they just say yes? <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'm still told no every now and then. Yeah. And, but it's, you know, it's, we just have to pick ourselves up. And, you know, it's, you know, I don't want to use the, the, the cliche, you know, one step, one no is closer to a yes. But, I mean, it's very true. And just, we just keep pludging forward and, and, and do not give up. Absolutely. Because that's the difference, I believe, in being successful and being mediocre. And, you know, if you want to be mediocre, then there's lots of people that are out there. But if you want to be successful and you want to be wildly successful, like I talk about, then you are relentless and you don't take no for an answer. You do with business with respect. You do with integrity. You do with the right intentions. You treat people with respect and you are focused and highly goal-driven, you'll get to where you want to go. Yeah, that is so awesome. I'm so inspired. I know our listeners are so inspired as well. Thank you so much, Kevin. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here. And my listeners are grateful as well. Um, 
Listeners, we're going to say goodbye to you. Kevin, I'm going to have you stay on the line so we can continue talking, my friend. And thank you, listeners, for listening to another episode of My uh, Mindset for Success. We look forward to uh, the April edition. We have a special guest that we're bringing on, which we will um, put on social media in the next couple of days. So thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. We'll speak to you real soon. Bye-bye.